Hello there, you're very welcome to episode 32 of At Home with Breffney and this week we're talking all about nesting. If you look out your window you'll probably see the birds doing it. There's nests coming up everywhere and noisy crows going about their business making beautiful nests in the trees outside the house and generally on the roadsides. I've just been cycling through Wexford with my friend Ashling, and we realised it's completely time for home building in the natural world. There's nests going up everywhere. So even if you're not thinking of moving home, I'm inviting us all this week to consider our home with new fresh eyes. Let's do some nesting in our home, even if we're not moving. Let's, let's review the situation as though we were. So with that in mind, I have spent the weekend looking at my home through the lens of a buyer and seeing how it measures up. So not only have I looked at it through the lens of a buyer, I've also looked at it through the lens of who am I today? Who am I? What do I want to say? How do I want my home to inspire me today? How can it support me? And does it reflect who I am in this March of 2019? So today, I'd love to consider the two key rooms that I spent much of my time on over the weekend and I want to share some things that I learned. And even if you never are thinking of moving home, my advice to you is that by becoming a person who lives beautifully in your home, you're going to be a much more decisive buyer if you ever decide to move home. So it has something going for it whether you're moving or whether you're not moving. So let's start with the hall. I walked out my hall door and I hadn't really expected to see anything amiss with outside of the hall door. It, I knew the paint door was freshly painted and I knew the brasses were nice and shiny. But when I actually looked at the door, I realized, right, the door itself is kind of dusty. It needs to be dusted and the glass panel above it and the window to the right of it have also got dusty and layers of dust on them. So I needed to take some fresh news, some crumpled newspaper and give them a good rub and let the light come in more fully. I also looked down at the mat outside the door. We, most of us have some kind of a mat to wipe our feet on before we come in. And the mat was certainly serviceable and not a disaster, but I realized it could have been a lot fresher and it could also have fitted the actual space better. So I measured up the space available for that outside doormat and went and got a mat that properly fitted it. And I have honestly been amazed at what a little kick that gives me as I've been walking in and out the door over the last couple of days to have a lovely fresh mat and nicely freshly uh, dusted door. So that was just the outside of the house. I hadn't really expected to find anything up there, but just by standing, looking at it neutrally with objective eyes, I did find there were a few jobs to be done. Now, let's walk into your hallway. So I'll share with you my hallway. And I have to say that in general, my house has been extremely well designed due to Eva Byrne, the architect I work with, insisting on certain things being present in the hallway. So thanks to Eva, I have the key necessities. And what Eva told me were the key necessities, and I would agree with her, um, are a mirror. Have you got a good mirror in your hallway? I do. And it's a treat just to be able to do a quick check before I walk out the door that I'm that things are as they should be. Um, 
hooks for your coat. Have you got a decent set of hooks to put your coat, a welcoming place to take your weary coat from you when you come in the door? Have you got somewhere to put your keys? So they are the things that Eva insisted were present in my hall. A mirror, some hooks and a shelf or a pot to put my keys on when I came in. So I was really grateful to her for insisting on that. And honestly, I didn't expect to find anything really out of the way or missing in my hallway. But when I looked at it um, through objective eyes and to help me look at it through objective eyes, I took a picture of it. And I always think that's a useful exercise to do is just to take a picture of your room because your camera is so objective and you might be very surprised to see that a room you thought was kind of neat and tidy actually looks anything but when seen through the lens of a camera. So when I looked at the hallway through the lens of my camera, I saw, right, things are quite cluttered here. Coats have taken a permanent residence in what really shouldn't be a permanent home. So my learning there was I needed to move some things that had just taken up root in the hallway and move them back to their official long-term home. Things like uh, winter coats and too many rain jackets and walking sticks, etc. Sticks for going hill walking. Those kinds of things, they don't need to live in your hall but they, they like to live there if you let them. So by decluttering and returning some things to their rightful home, the hall certainly felt a lot lighter. And similarly with the shoe basket, I had a look at what had taken up residence in the shoe basket and some long-term leases had been taken by residents who only really should have had a short-term lease there. Like winter boots again needed to go back upstairs, etc., etc. So key thing is, have you firstly got all the right things in your hall? Somewhere for your coats, a shelf for your keys, a mirror, and somewhere for your shoes. Have you got those four things in place? Great if you do. Now have a look. Has anything taken hold there that shouldn't have taken hold? If so, time to get them go. Now, what about the welcome from your hall? Does your hall welcome you in? I realised my hall was perfectly serviceable, but it didn't actually have a great welcome for me when I came home. So I got some roses and put them in a little bud vase on the shelf and I dug out my diffuser sticks, my Neom beautiful organic scent diffuser sticks, and I put them in there and I realised that made quite a difference. So now when I walk in and out of my hall, I feel like I'm beautifully welcomed. The flower makes me smile. The scent delights me. The hall door feels shipshape. And altogether, I think this was a job very well worth doing. And honestly, I think that part of the house, given that my house is very small, took me about an hour and a half. What a great hour and a half well spent. And then I want to share with you my sitting room journey, because I hope that you too will have a look at your sitting rooms and and see, is there any way your sitting room could be giving you even more delight? So the first thing is the clue is in the title with sitting room. Let's assume that is the function of this space. Your hall is to welcome you and sort out your uh, clothes and keys, etc. as you come in and out the door. Your sitting room is to invite you to sit. So when I took a look at my sitting room, I thought it was my neat and tidy sitting room. But when I took a picture of it and looked at it through the lens, I realized, no, it's actually not so neat and tidy. So 
what I realized was that because there were so many things catching my eye on the shelves in my sitting room, I was not feeling so inclined just to go in and sit down and rest. So if the purpose of your sitting room really is to sit, well then how about taking a look around it and seeing what is currently in the sitting room that might make you uninclined to sit down and sit? Are there jobs that need to be done? For example, I'll just share with you some of the jobs for me that needed to be done. I had those eco logs for burning in the stove and I had them in their plastic uh, wrapped state to the left of the stove. And in my head, yeah, that job is done. The fuel is in, isn't that great? That was nine out of 10 steps done. I had good fuel in for the stove, but the 10th step wasn't done. They weren't out of their plastic wrapper. They weren't arranged neatly. And so in to some part of my subconscious was reading that as a job that needed to be done. And that would be a thing that would make me less likely to sit in my sitting room because there's a job they're calling me to do. I looked at my shelves where I was storing my work stuff, some um, interior design stuff, some scout stuff, some other things. I knew everything was pretty orderly, but I realized it wasn't fully orderly. I hadn't gone through them in the last, say, eight months and really done a good old pruning. And that was a job that was calling me to do. So I did that. And once done, now I feel so much more peaceful looking at the shelves. It's not, there isn't a job they're calling me to do. Um, on a low shelf in the room, there were pleasant stacks of some library books, some other books. Again, they, they weren't appalling. There was nothing awful about them, but they were a job calling me to do. So by returning the books to the library, by returning scissors to drawers and various things, that shelf was now not calling me. It was a peaceful shelf. It had uh, retained its calm shelf status and in turn allowed the sitting in the sitting room to be much more of a likely option to choose because that was one less job to do. So if you look at your sitting room, is there anything that immediately catches your eye that might prevent you from just sitting down in your sitting room? And if so, would you be interested in doing something about it and getting that job done? And if you're tackling it, um, the way I've done it is in 30 minute bursts and by listening, by choosing a podcast that I want to listen to. In this case, over the weekend, my two podcasts that were keeping me company as I did my decluttering and my freshening up were The Great Indoors, uh, a new interior design podcast by Sophie Robinson and the woman who writes Mad About the House blog, an interior design blog. So I was listening to them, kind of chaotic and giggly sort of a podcast, but nonetheless, some good stuff in there. And the other one was Desert Island Discs. So isn't it nice if you, your, your phone, your podcast can keep you company for 30 minutes at a time as you tackle some job that will make your house so much nicer. So in our sitting room, having done all the immediate jobs that would stop us actually sitting down peacefully, here's another question to ask. 
Does the artwork or do the walls of the sitting room reflect who you are this year, this March in 2019? Do they, what do you have to say this year? What would you like to be inspired by? What are you finding inspiring? And are these things found in your sitting room? For example, I had a look at some of the photographs that were up in my sitting room and I thought, I wouldn't choose to put them up this year. You know, they do not, uh, they just don't, I just don't warm to them particularly this year. They're fine, but I wouldn't be choosing to put them up. So the great thing is I can choose to take them down and replace them with something. I can either put something else in the photograph frame or, or in the frame of the painting or the photograph, or I can take them down and do something all together. And what I decided to do instead was bring in some green plants. I wanted to see green hanging plants in my sitting room this year instead of the photographs I was looking at in that particular space. And that's not a huge job. That's simply the garden center and a few screws to put up into the ceiling, a few white screws. And suddenly now I've got lovely um, green plants inspiring me and I have some freestanding potted plants. So for not a huge expense, I have tuned into what is inspiring me this year and I have surrounded myself with it in my sitting room. And I wonder what's inspiring you? And what would you feel inspired to look at in your sitting room? Maybe some beautiful tiles, maybe a mirror, maybe a piece of fabric, maybe wallpaper, perhaps in a frame or on a wall. Just as I don't mean a huge job. I just mean a little job, a job that you could get done this afternoon. Is there anything you could do to inspire yourself in your own sitting room? So by taking each space in the house and identifying the purpose of it. If it's the hall to welcome you in, if it's the sitting room to invite you to sit, if it's the kitchen to cook delicious, tasty food, what do you need to do in each space to bring its purpose more fully to the forefront and to make you more likely to use the space um, for the purpose to which you intend it to be used. Um, like in the kitchen, I realized I had too many cookery books. I had so many cookery books that I guess I felt I, I wasn't looking at them. I, all I was just doing was finding a way of stacking them or storing them. Whereas by culling some of them and bringing them down to the charity shop, I now have only four on display. And now I'm more motivated to pick up one of those four books and actually look at uh, some new recipes in there. So the key thing is by it's time to nest. It must be in our DNA at this time of the year. The birds are doing it. The sap is rising in the plants. Surely the nesting instinct must be triggered in us in some way. I guess that's where spring cleaning came from. So if we do it by taking each room by room, 30 minute by 30 minute, podcast by podcast, purpose by purpose for the room, clearing it, bringing it fully to the fruition of the purpose that you want it to be used for, adding in some touches of what is inspiring to you this year, I guarantee you that you are going to harvest multiple times what you've sown, the energy it's taken you to sow this change. It, you know yourself, the wonderful 
feeling you get when you walk into a room that's been deeply tidied and deeply decluttered. So even if you're never selling your home, it's going to give you so much joy. And if you are selling your home, it's going to give you joy and it's also going to yield a faster uh, sale because as we all know, this year has started in a very odd kind of a way in terms of house sales. Things are taking longer to sell. Prices are definitely not rising in many categories, certainly in the Dublin area. So the energy to get your house in order and live in it beautifully is going to be a really good foundation for you if you ever go to move house or it's going to be a very fast selling sales aid to your house if you go to sell it and if you just want to live in it beautifully it's going to make your mood better on a day-to-day -day basis. So in the next few weeks I hope to be talking to a feng shui expert about the whole business of the energy in your home. So if you have been thinking about doing something with your home and decluttering it and if today has inspired you to take any action then hopefully you'll be a little bit along the journey as we're joined in the next over the next week or two by uh, someone who makes their living uh, doing feng shui for homes and you'll have your soil well turned ready for any new seeds from this particular woman to drop as soon as I have set up that interview I'll be telling you when it is. So I wish you lots of Happy times nesting in your home and thank you for listening.